the college football experience, 2023 week nine preview and draft episode on the sports gambling podcast network brought to you by edge boost. Yes. Edge boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sports slash edge to get started today. And remember as always folks to let it ride. This is Randy cross. You're listening to S G P N. Let it ride. continuing to preview every single week of the 2023 college football season. Um, I mean, uh, I am super excited. There's a lot of off season news that is happening. Uh, so I'm excited to talk a lot of this with you folks. And uh, in case you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to, well, my name is Colby swing and database Dan, AKA pick Done D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. Why'd I get mixed up with that bitch? Here she got up. Whoops. Well. <laughs> you got your head all the way up it. There we go, folks. Shout out to Al Pacino, who just, he's 82 years old, just got a 29-year-old woman pregnant. Wow. All right. Talk about winning in life. Yeah. Killing everyone. That's Crushing all of us. The yeah, old, the old right. Mick Jagger college experience plan, huh? <laughs> I love it. And folks, uh, yeah, the slate. We'll talk about it in a second. We got conference talk to talk about, but uh, I'm joined by my co-host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, Oh yeah, buddy. Let's go. We got football. We're talking football. By the way, we're about a week away from previewing 133 teams with a solo podcast for each and every team in the land. I like to think it's new and improved too. We've been working behind the scenes over the past six months, trying to make this a better experience for the fan. Wow. We are also joined by third man in the booth, the DFS God himself, still playing DFS with USFL DFS. So hop on over there and do that. Remember, we host the USFL Gambling Podcast as well. But uh, give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lack given, former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's up, guys? Uh, let's just play this one. Oh my God, the quarterback is toast. <laughs> yes, shout out to Die Hard. Uh, you know, and remember, Die Hard, 
They're watching uh, Notre Dame USC when when they come to check on Nakatomi Plaza, you know, which is crazy because he must have been catching it on a taped version of that because it was like uh, midnight. Remember, like this is uh, in the holidays. I feel like so. Colby has broken this down, breaking down this movie. (laughs) Well, he's a lot like me. You know, you're looking for a job where you can watch some film, watch some more football. So he gets a job just checking out Nakatomi Plaza. And uh, you know he's like, I can let people into the building. I can watch all these fucking games. All right, boom. Well, let me but tell you. Perhaps he had to work earlier in the day. Perhaps it was like his anniversary and yeah. he couldn't watch it live, so he's watching it on tape replay. I like which there is and even better is he tells the remember he, he tells the the cop because he's really the terrorist. He's like, I bet twenty or I got fifty bucks riding on this game. So he's a DGen too. <laughs> and, and remember uh, that was that was fifty bucks in uh, nineteen eighty eight. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Nineteen eighty eight, fifty bucks. Like, 500 now. Exactly. (laughs) And and my wife wonders why I cry when I see him get, get killed later in the movie. All right. Because he's a good fucking guy. He is a good guy. And John McClane didn't have any right to blow away that DJ. All right. So folks, here we are college football season week nine. We're going to talk about it, but first we got rumblings all throughout college football. The sec, they're going to 16 teams next year and they are meeting in Destin, Florida. Where the hell is Destin? I, I, I said Pensacola. I feel like I've been to Pensacola, but uh, Destin is supposed to be nicer than Pensacola because that's why they all meet there, right? Mm. And they um, call it a, a real destination. Hey. Then again, I guess if you're in st- if you're in you know Oxford, Mississippi or something, any part of Florida is probably nicer, right? Or am I am I talking out of my ass? I'm not uh, sure. But Destin, Florida looks like it is on near Pensacola, actually, uh, on the Gulf Coast over near Alabama. There you go. So they're in Destin, Florida. And they're getting a lot of steam behind this eight game conference schedule with 16 teams. <laughs> right. Uh, hey, you be- guys, just when we think, just when we think, look, I hate the fact that we get these 16 team conferences. You know, my opinion on this, I don't, it, I'm not, I'm not directing all of that to the sec, big 10, fuck you. Right. And uh, any other conferences that want to do the 16 team conference, but if we're heading down that road, I would at least assume that we're going to get a nine game conference schedule universally between the power five. But now there is a lot of talk that it's going to be an eight game conference schedule. It's essentially, you know, just two combined conferences. <laughs> it's like, what are we doing here? Yeah. What are we doing? I, I shout out to the stat. I, I feel like I should have this pulled up, but I believe I, I was, uh, you know, Alabama has played Penn state the same amount of time since 1981 as they've played Georgia. That's I crazy. repeat wow, Alabama has played Penn state the same amount of time since 1981 as they've played Georgia. Georgia is in their own fucking conference and this- they've played them a lot recently, like <laughs> twice in the same season. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> Let me look, see and, how- and even worse is this even worse is this they're talking about, so if they go to nine, which they're getting rid of divisions next year. So at least we wouldn't have that big of a break, but you, you would remove the secondary rivalry games. So that means if we have an eight game schedule, the way that, that it seems like it's leaning towards right now, that means uh, Alabama LSU, we would get every other year. That means Texas, Texas A&M, we would get every other year. I got super excited like one of the, 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 the things I enjoyed about Texas coming to the sec, if there was any, was the fact that I was like, wait, 
maybe every, every black Friday I'll be able to see, or Thanksgiving, I'll be able to see Texas, Texas A&M again. Cause that's a great fucking rivalry. But right. now, now there's talk that we might get it every other year, which devalues the fucking rivalry. What, what, uh, that destroys the rivalry. It's, yes. it's not a, a, a every year rivalry yes. at that point. I mean, it's better than ever. Like true, now, true, but, but still come on. Uh, it's Do less of a rival. Right. It's less of a rivalry than every other game in the Big Twelve because the Big Twelve has had eleven teams and uh, has a what a nine game conference slate. So they play ninety percent of the other teams uh, in the conference every year. Maybe I mean, one out of every so ten wrong. years. This yeah. is so wrong. This is so uh, wrong on so many levels. The problem with this yeah. is that people, the SEC teams, are going to have drastically different strength of conference schedules. You're gonna have a team that that has a you know that that a certain year they play Bama, LSU, you know, and Georgia or something. Yeah, you know, just throwing the, teams the, out there. The problem so, is with this is that these SEC fans look. You have great fan bases. Eli Drinkwitz was just talking about it, right? You got great fan bases, right? And I salute that as a college football fan, right? But you guys also talk the most amount of shit about playing and beating everybody. And this is sec and we're, we're not as afraid to play anybody, but yourselves, you're afraid to play yourselves. You're the only fucking conference left that you and the ACC, but we all know the ACC they're, they're they actually uh, probably need four out of conference games to actually help their schedule. Instead of I'm, playing just, Boston I'm surprised College. the ACC yeah. is still intact. If you, if you read Twitter, uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> but Here's the, I mean, the, you know, who's been the most successful conference as far as winning national championships and making money since the college football playoff started? The it SEC. is hands down the SEC. Part of it is due to the eight game conference schedule, but you, you can't want, argue that. I and understand so why that. Why would we, they switch up? I mean, because we want to see these right. matchups. What they're going to they do? Don't give a shit about you. They no. give a shit about you know more see, money in their pockets. I think this is a tricky spot they're in right now. Because if they do this, that means Auburn Georgia is not every year, because because they want. Well, they're not going to do the three protected rivals like. No, the, if it's eight games, they're talking right now only one rivalry. So Auburn Alabama would stay. Yeah. Oklahoma Texas would stay. Florida Georgia would would stay. Okay. But you would lose the secondary rivalries. That would happen every other year. That's bad. That's really bad, yeah. and it's really pathetic. It, in my opinion, I get it. They're trying would, to squeeze would South Carolina and Mississippi State stay. <laughs> probably <laughs> right. Probably that one. I mean, yeah. Who does Vanderbilt that, that stay? Rivalry. That rivalry goes back. They like, just <laughs> come on. Look, we're in this years. spot. The Big 12's playing nine. The Big Ten's playing nine. The Pac 12's playing nine. All right. Please just do the right thing. We want to see Texas, Texas A and M. We want to see Auburn, Georgia. We want to see LSU and Bama every year. Well, let me ask you this. Don't ask them to acquiesce to what you want. You know, you're not their shareholder. Their shareholder are their fans, right? And their uh, fans want that. You the, don't, you, the you, people who want to no, their fans want to see them win national no, championships. Dude, fuck they want that. to see no, no, multiple no. teams in the playoffs and with less uh, conference games, automatically putting an L on their schedule instead of having you're some cream. Telling me, what? You're telling me that Texas fans don't want to play Texas A&M. Well, Every year, yes. I refuse to believe that. That's true. I refuse to believe that. There are certain. There's no way they can go with one rival. There's no way. You know, you could argue A and M doesn't want to play Texas every year, which is why they left for the ACC. Yeah, well, that, well that's SEC true to begin with. <laughs> 
that's that, that I think it was Texas that was dodging A and M in the. Uh, I don't no, know. I, I don't know. I, that's. But a, either way, come on. I mean, this is a win-win for everybody. I know they're trying to squeeze ESPN for more money, and but ESPN, and that's another thing that was interesting about this. ESPN said, "No, we're not paying you more money," which, which basically, I think, also kind of, kind of rules out them wanting to expand right now. You know. And shout out to GBO Farms. I want to ask GBO Farms this. He is a Tennessee Volunteer fan. Is he okay not playing Florida every year? Tennessee Florida is a good rivalry. What? what well, what, you know, look. What, what rivalry well, would Tennessee keep? The Bama one? I'm curious know. if they go with it's the eight question. game schedule. Well, Florida <laughs> is keeping Georgia, so Tennessee's not going to be linked with Florida. True. So probably, I guess. So look, this is our Week Nine podcast. We just did a Week Eight podcast. In week eight, we only had one SEC game in the top ten. I'm looking at week nine. I see maybe one again, maybe just one SEC game in the top ten. Will this have an effect at some point? Yes. I mean, we're kind of like college football hipsters. Yeah. Yes. Maybe maybe the average fan doesn't care. No. Maybe the average fan. I think the might- average fan wants better matchups. Yeah, and you could argue that these last two weeks, the, the SEC slate has been pretty lackluster. Look, no, I'm gonna step in and say we're super hipster. Ole Miss, Auburn. Uh, all so the you're way telling down me, jo- you think Georgia fans are okay losing the Auburn game uh, and playing it every other year? No, I don't. I don't <laughs> think that at all. I, I think I think that uh, he GBO Farm says we will keep Vandy. Uh, that so, so he's obviously sizzling for rivalry. It. There you <laughs> go. Um, yeah, because Alabama has Auburn. Actually, no, he's right. He's right because Alabama would preserve Auburn as if, if yeah. they go to the eight-game schedule when everyone's got one rival. <laughs> so who does LSU keep then? Like Arkansas, Arkansas maybe or maybe A and M. Maybe A To to uh, to to Pat Kappa's point, all Power Five conferences should be forced to play the same amount of conference games. The problem is there's no overarching. Commissioner, leader, but this is what look, there's there's look, nobody to to, to the no. NCA can't do that. So. I agree, but look, if we're all try like one of the things that I fucking hate, and I know GBO Farms will back me up on this, is I feel like there's been this shift to try to make college football like minor NFL, which I fucking hate, right? But if we're gonna do this, then God damn it, can we play nine? Everyone should be unified on playing nine. If we're gonna model this after the NFL, which I don't want. Then damn it! Th- at least that's one of the good perks well, of it. Let let me push back. I, I don't think you ask them. I think you make them. If you want something, to, someone to do something, you make them. Who right? who makes ESPN? Them? Who makes them? But yeah, who yeah. makes it? You don't make them play nine games. You 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 discourage them from playing eight, or or you eliminate the perks of playing eight by having. I would guess like the committee, beat, but the committee, the problem beat them is, in the non-conference yeah. slate. Beat them. And then mean? when they're when they're uh, conference slate, you know, when they're nine conference slate is full of L's. But couldn't you make the argument that if you're playing less Power Five teams, therefore you're you're fresher to be playing another oh, Power? Five? Yeah, you know what you I mean. Know, like, but that's the argument of it against like Cincinnati right now, and we're still pushing for them. You know, as a group of five to get their their shot. What? You know, so I'm not pushing for Cincinnati. We're not Cincinnati now, but. <laughs> App State, we would push yeah. for that, right? So what I'm saying is, the the reason that an App State doesn't get in the playoff is because they uh, don't beat enough Power Five teams, right? And so if the SEC now the the problem with this is the polls are still going to impact this. I'm yeah. going to lose my fucking mind if we don't have Texas Texas A&M every year. 
if you're in the same damn conference, <laughs> I want to see that fucking game every year. Because what? Because what Look, would they do, guys? This is what we're getting when we're getting you know 16, 18, 20 team conferences. There's just no way. Yeah. This is so all this expansion talk that that everybody eats up in the off season. This is what it leads to. It leads to a conference with teams that are loosely affiliated and and hardly ever play each other. That's that's what we're headed towards. Is Hawaii it. Hawaii is going to be in the Big Ten? Patty, so you can start lobbying for that. <laughs> well, I think if, if now the Pac-12 is going to dissolve, so yeah, that's they what I'm saying. The Big Ten should snatch up Hawaii. Do it now. Do it now while you can. Fit. Yeah. Do it now while you can. Rutgers, I'm looking Hawaii, for yeah, Rutgers Hawaii rivalry, rivalry week. It's going to be fucking fantastic. <laughs> Jersey Shore goes yeah. to uh, Wyoming Bay. <laughs> Just don't fuck this up. You know what I mean? Like to me, like okay, when when Texas Jersey Shore, North Shore, that's what it is. When Texas, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Uh, when when Texas and, and Oklahoma left the Big Twelve, and we knew all this radical shit was happening, and USC and UCLA leave, you're at least like, oh, one of the perks is we're going to get Texas Texas A and M, which I think is one of the best rivalries Dude, in college if football. If they don't keep at least two rivalries, it's then- so stupid. It's so stupid. Yeah. If they if they fuck this up. Yeah. Don't get me started. Just don't get me started. I'm, I'm, I'm a, what does he say in Pulp Fiction? I'm a race car. I'm out of red. I could blow. All right. I could, I could fucking blow. Uh, folks, before we get into it, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Edge Boost. Yes. This episode is supported by Edge Boost, and Edge Boost is the world's first bet now, pay later Visa card. Edge currently offers up to uh, $2,500 in betting advances, which can be extremely valuable tool. If say you have no money in your fucking account. Uh, look, imagine what you can do with an, with an increased bankroll get down on some of your favorite futures without, you know, tying up your bankroll for months. Your wife won't be wondering, Hey, what is this transaction? All right. Keep it on the hush. Double down on your favorite bet. You like, or I don't know, create an awesome middle or even hedge, even though I think that's for pussies, but how do you see? He likes to hedge. Um, look, <laughs> edge, random ed- shade <laughs> here. Ed- edge boost, uh, edge boost. Isn't some sleazy loan shark. Right? You don't got to worry about, you know, catching a, catching a pool stick to the d- back of your dome in some fucking alley. All right. You, uh, this isn't roadhouse. You can, uh, you got edge boost. You know what I mean? You got, you got edge boost. Zero interest. You're okay. Oh, you didn't pay the <laughs> relax. Right. Your kneecaps are safe yes. with edge boost. All right. Yeah. Not going to look like Ewing on the Sonics. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you know a way, uh, you, you know, do you know a way you can access more money to place your favorite bets without paying any interest? Cause I don't know any, and this is the way you got to do it. Edge boost, baby support SGPN and grow your bankroll by going to sports podcast.com slash edge to sign up. Once again, that's sports podcast.com slash edge must be 21 years or older. Uh, to use problem with gambling call one 800 gambler. All right. We are back on the college football experience. Um, GBO farms is asking if I ever figured out super chats, uh, Col- nope. Colby, is that a band? <laughs> <laughs> the bangles, are they back? Is that they, they lost the singer and just super chats, super, super cats. I mean, super cats. Cats. Oh, um, uh, <laughs> I wasn't sure where he was going with that. You, you don't know the band, the bangles walk like an Egyptian. No, no, I know that, but I don't know okay. super cats or super chats. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going. We're trying here. I'm a huge bangles fan. Yeah. Well, I celebrate their entire collection. <laughs> I can see you and your daughters walking like an Egyptian playing that song. You know what I mean? Oh, I think everyone that would. song's not acceptable in 2023. <laughs> That's true. You can't, you can't walk yep. like an Egyptian. Nope. Nope. Right? 
Can't can't do that. God forbid you that fucking play that. the line or two. You don't go into a dive bar and play that on the jukebox. You will get your ass whooped. All right. Uh, <laughs> who knew the Bengals would be riot music in 2023? Uh, folks, uh, I don't know what the fuck we're talking about, but we do have a draft to do here. All right, and week nine, week nine is uh is upon us. I think Patty C is on the clock, but first. NC Nick, what'd you make a week nine? Pretty shitty. You know, coming off week eight, which is one of the best weeks of the year, we have fewer weekday games, still seven, but the quality of the weekday games is really lacking. And then if you look at Saturday, it's it's pretty unimpressive as well. It's it's gonna be hard to fill out a top ten or even a top five. There's gonna be some question marks in the top five. So uh, really, and and once again, going back to the SEC. There's not that many good SEC games, and this and, and they're supposed to be the pinnacle of college football. How about we get some good games every week? That's what I'm saying. Come on, guys. All right, look, you got all these these blue bloods play each other. We don't want to see. Shout out to GBO Farms who tagged me in Georgia hosting UT Martin, a night game, first <laughs> night game in a while, border battle. I tagged you in that, Patty C. <laughs> we we want to see. Come on. If you're putting all these teams in the fucking conference, we want to see it. Uh, I will say this. We, I, we got some scheduling news. They moved Nebraska at, I'm oh, sorry, Northwestern at Rutgers week one to Sunday. So nice. now we have four games on Sunday. It's like, they, I have a feeling that maybe the head of Fox or CBS, whoever is a listener is listening to old pick Dundee. He hasn't <laughs> dialed one 800 pick Dundee yet, but maybe he's just listening, waiting. <laughs> My phone. Uh, maybe it might be a little bit of a stretch for him to make that call. Maybe he doesn't want any concrete ties between you and him. True. But that doesn't especially, mean he can't listen and pick up on our ideas. That's true. Especially after my take about the bangles and walk like an Egyptian. He's definitely true. terrified of calling one 800 pick Dundee. Yeah. But so we got that news and we also got a slew of weekday games added a bunch of Ivy league games. And then also uh, mountain West games. I think seven mountain West games going to Friday night. So Beautiful. something yeah. to monitor. Give, give us, we, we cover it all. I, and I, have you been seeing me on the graphics at TCE on SGPN oh, yeah. on Twitter? Colby's lighting it up. I'm a fucking wizard now behind the scenes. <laughs> all right. Uh, I like, I like the, uh, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like eighties uh, vibe with the, the graphics yeah. a little yeah, bit. It's the only thing I know. Eighties <laughs> vibe. Right? There you go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Only thing I know, uh, but look at this episode. We talked about Die Hard and the Bangles. All right, that hasn't happened since nineteen fucking eighty-seven. All right, <laughs> and I'm not talking about the Cincinnati Bangles. Uh, all right, look, uh, we got we, we yeah we we only have one Friday game that I see right now that could change, but um, that was one weakness to me is like load up on the Fridays. Now I think there's probably an Ivy League game now that I that I quickly need to adapt to see if the, if there is, but uh, weekday games, I thought were a little weak. Syracuse, Virginia tech is, is a form of torture in some countries. <laughs> and uh, you know, <laughs> uh, but, but Georgia state, start, Georgia starting Southern. with the ACC hate already All right, before we even <laughs> pick the game, dude, I, you know, you know, they had been bin Laden's right hand man. And you know what they did <laughs> to find out where his coordinates were. They, they, they fucking, they strapped him to a chair and made him watch six straight hours of Syracuse, Virginia tech. The waterboard wasn't working shredder going into lane stadium. Come on. It's good. It's good. Okay. Let's, let's, uh, let's Patty see you're on the clock. Where, where the hell is my draft music? Uh, you can't win. Hang on. That's not it. Uh, here we go. 
Well, fairly obvious this week. Number one, are we in, in agreement on that one? No, no. Apparently, me and Nick were talking earlier today. I'm with you, Patty. I, I think where you're going to go. It, it's yeah, pretty obvious. Co- last couple of years haven't been great, but I'm hey, go not ahead. really looking forward to it. What do you mean they haven't been great? Uh, oh, I guess there have been some blowouts. Last yeah. year was pretty damn good. What? Well, what uh, game are we talking about? Go yeah, ahead. What, what, yeah, what are you talking? I'm about? talking about <laughs> Oregon, Utah. Oh, there we go. Okay, yes. Yes, see Nick, we are all three on different pages. We're all three on different well, pages. We have the, yeah. the 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 last four Pac-12 champions. No, I'm on board with two this play. in a row. It's better Oregon. than better than Nick's play, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, I think are, it's better than Colby's play, in my opinion. <laughs> also, there it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, and let's let's be honest here. This is likely to uh, play a major factor in which team. Gets into the Pac-12. No, champion. I agree. I'm on board here. This uh, is probably wait, for a ticket is, to the Pac-12. This is this is at Oregon? at Utah. Oh, uh, they're gonna get fucked up at Utah. Um, and look, we were I was uh, talking with Colby earlier today. That Florida game at the beginning of the season for Utah, absolutely massive. Absolutely, I can't. It can't be overlooked. Um, going to Baylor right after going to be tough, but if Utah. Their schedule very hard, but if they are great, Cam Rising is what is this his third or fourth year as a starter? Uh, I think third, third year as a starter. Third year, but are we looking at three years as a starter with three Pac-12 championships? Does they do they take the next step? I'm going to say this right now, and I, uh, the they, the Pac-12 is the only conference that I think has oh, was it five five teams with a win total over eight and a half, mm. and and that's why I don't believe. Like I know the Pac-12's history. I don't believe anyone's going undefeated in the Pac-12. Yeah, especially a team two. I mean, USC didn't go undefeated, and they could have still made the playoffs last year. True, if they didn't lose. The well, they need. A, well, well, you also need everything else to shake out correctly, right? You know what right. I mean? But yeah, when you play this many hard teams in a schedule, then unless you're Georgia, Utah, even if you're like a Georgia or Alabama, you play that much heat on your schedule, you're gonna get caught. Utah, Utah plays. Uh, Baylor and Florida, they play 11 power fives. Yeah. And then, and then Weber state who beat the mountain West reigning champ 34 to three last year, <laughs> Weber states like uh, they would no, be, they would be a bowl team in the Mac. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. would go like seven they're and five solid. in the Mac. UCLA, yeah. Oregon but, state. I mean, if you have any hopes of making the playoff, you, you beat an average Florida team at home. True, but yeah, I'm just I, saying. I, I, I guess I mean last year, even last year, if you're a decent team that wants to make the playoffs, you beat Florida on the road. Utah couldn't do that, and they also lost on the road to UCLA and to this Oregon. You know this this rematch of this game right here. So they lost three times. So Utah wasn't all that close to sniffing the playoffs last year. Maybe this year they, will be different. They, they weren't like they're not going to do it. This, I mean, look, I would like to see them, saying, but I just think that's too hard. Wh- where is Florida, Florida, who is still like what I'm guessing a top 15 uh, talent composite team in all of football right now, even if they've had an off know. year, if they're one of the easiest games on Utah's schedule, that's a fucking hard schedule. Oh, I think it's one of the that's hardest. A, it is a hard schedule yeah, yeah. for sure. You have to beat that. But if there's 10 of those, you know, you're, you're probably going to get caught once or twice. Yeah, it happens it, well, all that, the time. That, that's the argument. That's the argument. I feel like we, we, you know, a lot of times we'll get into sometimes, you know, and that goes back to what we just talked about with the sec and eight game schedule. I get it. The sec has heart, like playing at LSU is playing at as uh, uh, tougher than playing at a lot of uh, pac 12 schools, but yeah, your biggest win is bound to be more impressive. But when you got the Citadel and, and middle Tennessee uh, and you know, uh, Louisiana Monroe, 
as you kind of have a little bit of a, a, of a net where you can rebound and get your team together. Oh, we won as opposed to playing 11 teams out of 12 that are capable of beating you. Of course. That, that's why, you know, it's so important for Utah to beat Florida at the beginning of the year. So, so the SEC sure. do, does not sure. have that, you know, and it would be nice if they whoop their ass, but assuming that they do, they take care of business there. They are going to be Oregon at this point in the season has more or less uh, with the exception of the road trip to Washington, a cakewalk. I guess you could say the Texas tech road game is going to be a little bit of a challenge, but we would expect Oregon to be in position to still be in the playoffs, even with one loss at Washington at this point. See, I think the Pac-12 is too tough though. I think they're gonna, I think, I think like even the US USC will have two losses this year. There's going to be some carnage. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, this is going to be a fantastic game. And uh, last year was pretty damn competitive. So a revenge spot potentially. before last year, Utah had won three of four. So now it's just three of five. Uh, but however, and we all, we all remember those two games in 21, where it was 38 to seven in Salt Lake city and 38 to 10 in the Pac-12 championship game. Not yeah. all that close. I mean, two just dominant performances where I think I'm pretty sure we were all on Utah in Salt Lake city, but then then we thought that Oregon would at least cover the spread, you know, considering it's the second matchup of the year. I, I wasn't in like back to back weeks. It was only a few weeks a apart. Few weeks apart. Yeah. Uh, that said the Dan Lanning factor in game coaching, the recruiting, the talent level is the same in Oregon as it was, you know, but the coaching potentially better with Lanning running the show. Maybe that's why Oregon got it done last year. Um, are we going, oh, he's better than Cristobal in game. You would have to think so. I mean, he he's a lot to prove still, but as a coordinator, definitely, and then as a head coach so we could, far, we could drive down to Occidental right now, and he's better than Cristobal. <laughs> let, let, let me say, this. here's the added aspect to this that makes this game intriguing: is Oregon and Washington are supposedly the next two in to the Big Ten, right? I don't think that's going to happen. For who knows if oh, that'll geez. happen or not? Let's not even open up that can. I'm of fucking just saying, worms. if the Pac-12 <laughs> wants to survive, what is the one thing that's going to make any conference? Viable as a power conference, a national champion, right? Well, and after this year, they have an auto bid. So this after this year, they don't have to worry. That's true, but depending on how many teams leave the Pac-12, it may not exist anymore. And I mean, Colorado potentially leaving. There's a lot of whispers about that. The type of thing that's going to keep Colorado around is if uh, the Pac-12 has a national champion and the Big 12 doesn't. You know. And you know, they, they have a flagship program that is considered an elite school and Utah needs to get there. And I mean, I'm sure the PAC 12 would love Oregon to do it too, since they haven't left, but if they're on their way out the door soon too, I mean, it's so vital that Utah perform this year. So I, I'm excited for that. I am excited for this matchup. So rice Eccles is like it, it. That's a great environment to catch a college football game. Like on TV. I mean, I've never been to that stadium, but I'm saying like on TV, that is a, to me, like that is college football. So uh, I'm excited it's for beautiful. that matchup. Nick, you, you're happy with this play. I am. No. Uh, so I think we all have the same three, it's the same top three. It's just in a little bit different order. GBO uh, farms but, is saying no ACC games, please. Nick, <laughs> well, is it my pick? Am I on the clock? It is you your pick. Music? It is your pick. And uh, let's go. Not yet. GBO farms, but it's coming. <laughs> But look, <laughs> I got it. I know the, the the games I was talking to was that you know the last two two years have not been close. But you got to go to the world's largest cocktail party. I oh, mean, Georgia yeah. Florida every year is a classic college football game. Colby and I have been to it. 
we don't remember much, but I think it was a lot of fun. I, I, I remember uh, we were pretty hammered and we were spraying sun. Uh, we had one of the suntan uh, sprays and we were driving past people, spraying people with suntan. They, they didn't even ask for it. We're actually probably yeah, lucky I, we didn't get our ass kicked, but, uh, yeah, but like as, as a person that has beat skin cancer before I'm trying to look out for others, you know, fair, uh, fair. So uh, yeah. So the last two games, it was uh, a 27 point win and a 22 point win. And the question is, I mean, or the problem is that this year it might even be worse. <laughs> well, I was about to say that look, Florida's only won one out of the past what, six years? So mm. that's why mm. I mm. don't know that I care that as much as they used to. And and those have been ass whoopings. 42 to 7, 35 to 7, or th- 36 to 17, 24 17, back in 19 was a seven point game. Uh even Florida in 2020, when there was no fans and, and Mullen Magic, they won by 16 against Georgia. And then Georgia, uh 34 to 7 and 42 to 20. So what? Only once in the past six years has it been a one score game. Now But I, hands down is the best rivalry to, uh, this week. True. I mean, th- this Going week this is game very, is awesome. This week is very light on rivalries. There's some you, good matchups, but it's light on rivalries. How do you feel about the the talk that, you know, they've been playing this game with the exception of like I think five or six years. Or they did it on campus in the nineties. They've been playing this in Jacksonville and there's talk that they might move it to uh, Gainesville and Athens and just rotate. Well, wh- how do you feel about that? Patty? I wouldn't mind it going to, going on campus <laughs> on campus. On campus is always better. Like this Dude. is one of the few exceptions like Texas, Oklahoma, where yeah. I'm okay with it's great site. even without it. Yeah. 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 There's but, a few that still yeah. on campus is always better. So True. I'm, I'm totally fine with it. Seeing a game in the swamp or between the hedges is college football. And I want to, and the more of that we get the better with the exception of them playing Furman, you know what I mean? Like uh, we don't want to see that. I mean, you let's know? be honest. Let's be honest. There is something a little bit cool about, you know, the fans being split 50, 50 down the middle, you know, yeah. every year the, uh, uh, that you don't get at a pure home environment. You, you know, know, you know what was great about that experience was uh, everyone had planned to wear Georgia gear, right? So NC Nick, a bunch of our friends, we had a group of like 10 people all wearing Georgia gear. And I said, I would get mine when I get there. <laughs> well, we, we partied the night before and it seemed like at the time, More everyone Florida tits out. <laughs> yes. So I showed up in some Florida Gator gear, <laughs> which I'd never, if you had asked me in the mid nineties and I, they <laughs> were probably like one of my most hated teams in the country, but I was there going Gator alcohol can make you go Gator, Gator, Gator. <laughs> not exactly accurate. Cause I was rocking Florida too. So the really? plan was Did I buy to go that? down. <laughs> I, I had the Florida shirt. Yeah. The, the, the plan was to go down and see who had the hottest chicks. And at that point we we're going to be fans of that team. Interesting. You know? so, that's a, that's yeah. a, hot competition. I right remember there. saying, you know, Gator, Gator, Gator. <laughs> That's true. But I feel like we had a plan. I, I feel like, weren't we like tailgating with all Georgia fans? And then we I, I could have swore. With a lot of Georgia well, fans, here's the thing. Florida girls are bound to wear a little less, you know, you know, Georgia fans are more likely to be a little, little classier, you yeah. know, little Southern bells, Florida fans are going to be in their Daisy Dukes. You yeah. know, the tits will be out. Life is good. I don't think we want classy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why Florida's the easy. It's like we were in like a we were in like a field tailgating with like I'm pretty sure there were just uh, you know it looked like a Kid Rock concert. You know what I mean? Like it, it <laughs> you blow your head off or you go get drunk and hook up with some chicks. But uh, but yeah, okay. I mean, look, I love the rivalry. I just think I think it probably should have been played third this year. Because I, by the way, Florida's win total is five and a half wins. Now, look, 
Vegas isn't always right, and normally we are. <laughs> right, well, I got some ammunition coming your way once you pick your bet or uh, once you pick your game. Okay. okay. Don't roast them too hard. Yeah. Warning shots have been Let's fired. Go. <laughs> Let's go. Wait, 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 wait. Let me talk about Florida Georgia just a, just a oh, hair more. Okay. Okay. Talk about. Say it. this. Uh, a, it's amazing that Georgia's taking such control over the series because, like you said, there it seemed like a time. What was it? Like eighteen times in twenty-one years that Florida got the better of Georgia and Georgia was a decent team. Even still Florida was just awesome. Uh, but the tide has turned. It is easy to see a tide turn. And <laughs> look, here's one thing that's being overlooked here, Florida, the beginning of their schedule, should they pull the upset at home against Tennessee? Say uh, Napier gets it going a little bit in year two. Hey, GBO farms in the chat. Sorry. I'm not what trying are you to doing? Hey, are you, this is, right? this is, why a GBO farms? I am attacking you specifically right now. <laughs> should you guys take an L in Gainesville, right? It should Joe Milton not be uh, what he needs to be in Gainesville. Then Florida, even with the loss at Utah would most likely enter the Georgia game six and one. I mean, there are some hard games on the schedule, but if they are anywhere near Florida of, I mean, Florida lost to Vanderbilt last year. That's true. I mean, I'm assuming <laughs> a road trip to Kentucky's a win. No, well, I don't know why you should what? make that assumption. Stoops is I'm just saying, if they're better, if they are, if they're a typical like even eight and four level Florida team, they'll they're that that's the type of team that I don't will know beat why Kentucky. you think they are that though. Because they're Florida and they that, that's it. Because have Florida. been oh, that yeah. for ninety oh, percent of the last forty years. Okay, uh, but the past ten years they've had some tough some tough seasons, right? You they know. Ha- I thought you would learn, but because they're Miami, that doesn't really mean much anymore. You know, is that Maybe going that to happen to Florida? Florida? Is that what's going to happen to Florida? I'm not well, saying that. I'm not saying that, but I'm not saying that Florida's going to be an eight-win team this year. I'm well, just saying the things that we, you guys, criticized me. You laughed in my fucking face when I said <laughs> Michigan will bounce back. Everyone, Penn State was terrible two years ago or three years ago, and they bounce back. Teams with this much fucking talent figure it out with an offseason to prepare. Well, has Texas figured it out? That's true. Has Miami I, figured I'd it say out? Franklin and Harbaugh have proven it at the at at major levels before. How about this? Okay, true. Florida's had four losing seasons in the past ten years. They're they're at risk of being so. I it is it is wrong to assume that they're going to be better. But if they are, then they could be six and one or even seven and zero. Oh. I doubt they beat Utah. I doubt they're good enough to be deep. But they did it last year. Shit. This time on the road. Either way, that could be a very relevant game this year. Florida Georgia in the SEC East chase. Might might be a must watch. Well, GBO Farm says, uh, "Yeah, you're talking shit. Oh God, I hope we beat Virginia by seventy. <laughs> I'll, I'll be possible. honest, GBO Farms, <laughs> easy cover. If, if easy I cover. would lay the seventy, <laughs> uh, Joe Milton, I think he's got a cannon. All right, we lay the seventy against against the Wahoos. Uh, all right, can I go to my game now, or do you want to do you, it? You want to try to you want to try to puff up the Gators anymore? <laughs> I don't think I don't think we need to talk about all thirty games for thirty minutes each. <laughs> okay, let's go. All right. Well, I'm going to get ahead of it. I'm going to get out in front of it against NC Nick because see, I think he's thinking these have been blowouts, but not in Madison, Wisconsin. All right. In Madison, Wisconsin, when Ohio state has last gone there in 2016, they escaped in overtime 30 to 23. In the time before that in Madison, Wisconsin in 2012, they escaped in overtime 21 to 14. The time before that in Madison, Wisconsin, guess what? They lost Ohio state lost by 13. And the time before that Ohio state escaped with a three point win. And when you add in the fact 
that Ohio State's replacing all these players, and Luke Fickle's bringing in the Dairy Raid offense. <laughs> all of a sudden, he's that, on board with the Dairy Raid. No, I, I think, don't think you want to go. You know, speed spread against Ohio State. I think that's going to hurt Wisconsin. Yeah, I think. But jump around. Con- I think jump around. Still jump around that environment. Yeah. Look, Ohio. No, like, Ohio- I, 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 I was aware of the close games in Madison, but close or not, Ohio State has still won nine straight in this series. So Florida has won a game versus Georgia more recent than Wisconsin has against Ohio State. True, but but how the hell is it? At least Florida and Georgia play on a neutral site. How how the hell is it that they haven't played in Madison since 2016? It's 2023. They haven't played there in seven years. The fuck's going on here? Mm. Well, they've right. they probably. I mean, don't look at the Big Ten championship games. They probably only played in Columbus once. No, I'm looking twice. right now. No, 2022, 2019. All right, they played two in Columbus before they played in the past decade. They've played three in Columbus, one in Madison. You figure that out for me, buddy. All right, what's going on, huh? I just think that you know Ohio State has had troubles on the road against Big Ten West schools because they play the exact opposite brand of football. They do not Purdue. Though. Purdue to- and Brom fucked them up, and they 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 air it out. True. Yeah, to a two degree, you're right. But I just think you try to play their their brand of football. You're not going to be better at their brand of football. Generally speaking, that's Look, the case. You know, yes. I, I love the Dairy Raid name, but it should not happen at the University of Wisconsin. But is this game interesting because of that? Yeah, and I think Ohio State could be true. Uh, the worst they've been in some time because they're replacing so many people makes them a little vulnerable on the road. I think it's, the Buckeyes are going to are going to be just you know, they're going to be fine. They'll be okay. Wisconsin. I'm more concerned about Wisconsin than I am. Oh, I'm very concerned about Wisconsin. Well, who knows Ohio State better than than one Luke Luke Fickle? Fickle. Yeah. How about that angle? (laughs) How about that angle, buddy? He's been gone a little, a a little while now. Kirby Smart wasn't at. uh, Wasn't going Gator, Gator, Gator. Here's an (laughs) angle for you. If if Luke Fickle wins this job, he takes. Brian Day's job at the end of the year. Damn, <laughs> wouldn't like that be it. hilarious? Like one it. year in Madison. If Bobby Petrino could do three <laughs> weeks in Las Vegas, Luke Fickle <laughs> could do one year in fucking Madison. That's true. If Bobby Petrino can do one night in County Jail in Fayetteville, goddamn it, Luke <laughs> Fickle can 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 do uh, one year in Madison with the Dairy Raid. Uh, all right, Patty, see it jumps back to you. Well, 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 there are some options here. I I almost want to steal your thunder a little, but I'm going to leave that for you, Cole. We are going to go to the Big 12. We're going to go to a game that uh, gave Texas trouble uh, on several occasions recently and uh, could potentially be a source of trouble for them again. It is the uh, incoming versus the outgoing ships passing in the night. BYU Cougars traveling to Daryl K. Royal Ooh. Stadium to face the Texas Long Mormons heading into Austin. Hear that music on Sixth Street. That's right. Mormons versus right? hipsters. I know they're used to the Utah Jazz, that's renowned, but uh, <laughs> I mean, this should be a fun one. Uh, you know, BYU, I think, has had their their four and one all time against Texas. Did mm. you know that? Don't look now. And I think the one they lost, if memory serves me correct, BYU tied the scored to tie it up at 17 and missed the extra point. They they lost 17 to 16 in the final seconds because BYU missed the extra point. BYU is almost five and zero against the Texas Longhorns. Their other wins, by the way, 
Go back to 2014, where BYU ended Mac Brown's coaching career when they won 41 to seven. I mean, in Austin. Yeah. <laughs> talk, talk about polar opposite uh, cultures of uh, program cultures. Texas is the ultimate, you know, country club. You know, we're just going to win on sheer talent. We're going to underperform every now and then. We'll get a coach that can put it together, and we'll 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 live up to our talent. BYU, meanwhile. Grinding, yeah, you know, to keep up with these Dude, guys. Some of these games look 41 to 7, 40 to psychotic 20, Mormons, 40 to 21, 47 to 6 was one of the other scores, and then 22 to 17. They're almost 5 and 0. They probably, you know, Nick, I think I, I undervalued this game. I think it's better than what we thought, maybe mainly because I love the fact that uh, new Big 12 taking on old Big 12 and a chance to, to flush the toilet on the long one, uh, one chance. Well, in defense, I think he he picked my favorite Big Twelve game of the week. I just think he picked it maybe a notch or two too soon. Well, your favorite Big Twelve game of the week is usually like fifty fourth pick, so uh, <laughs> I'll take that with a grain of salt. And and I think it's it's more fun when Texas plays on the road this year to see the opposing fans. But uh, but still, uh, th- like this week, you really can't argue with with much here. So it's a fun game. It sounds like a bowl game. It sounds like the uh, independence bowl, like on a, on a down Texas year or something. Yeah. But uh, I like it. It's a good game. I thank you. Where are you taking us to NC Nick? I'm going to go pit Notre Dame. Now you might look at the last game in 2020 COVID COVID season where Notre Dame won at Pitt 45 to three, but this is a game, but I mean, look, I knew Colby might argue with this. So I did a little <laughs> bit of research. Both of these teams have won nine and 11 games the last two seasons. So they've won 20 games over the last two seasons. I went to, I went to deep dive here to look at all the power five schools that have won 20 games in the past two seasons. These two teams are on the, on the list. You want to know how long the list is? The other teams, Clemson, Michigan, Ohio state, Oregon, Utah, Georgia, Bama. That's it. Oh, how can there be so many ACC that's an teams? Argument right there. You know how there can be so many ACC teams? There's only two. Pitt and Clemson. And well, Notre Dame plays an ACC schedule. Uh, abbreviated. Yeah. And so that's what happens is you get your four out of conference games, you puff it up. Uh, and then, and then, you know, you, you just Notre Dame routinely plays one of the most difficult schedules. No, they don't. Maybe it's died down a little no, bit. Lately. They don't. I, mean, I, mean, I will Pitt, argue that all day. Look at some of the teams that Pitt has won, has beat. They beat Tennessee. Sorry, Jibio farms last two years. They beat Tennessee. He's <laughs> catching strays left and right. So <laughs> they beat an sec opponent. They beat West Virginia. So they beat a big 12 opponent. They beat UCLA, so they beat a Pac-12 opponent. Who the uh, hell else do you want them to beat? Whoa, whoa. They beat UCLA. That Dorian Thompson Robinson didn't play. Zach Charbonnet uh, didn't play. Well, they, you know, neither yeah. did uh, Keaton Slovis. Well, he hasn't played his whole career, right? Well, he played <laughs> he, every other game that year for Pitt no, last year. Not and the then, Tennessee game. And then not the Tennessee guys, game. <laughs> well, no, Slovis played that. He, he threw for 195 yards that game. No, but he he got injured in the last play of the half. Well, he played. Yeah. He, he at least played some of the game. They had a guy named Hamburger Patty against UCLA, and they still won. Dude, they had a fifth-year senior against UCLA. I watched that fucking game. It was at the Sun Bowl, the greatest environment in college football. What is your argument, though, Pitt? Because they're able to win with a backup quarterback is. Colby hates Pitt for some reason, and 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 I I bring this up because Colby said West Virginia has been as good as Pitt 
over the last five years on last week's show, which is complete nonsense because Pitt has won 20 games the last two seasons. And there's I only said, whoa, nine whoa, whoa, whoa. power five teams that have done that. The past five years, you are right. But the past 10 years, West Virginia, well, you the backtracked program. a little bit and agreed with me. Well, well look, Pitt, <laughs> Pitt is they're just pit. They're going to, they're going to, they're not good. They're, well, they're subpar. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're, either way, <laughs> this is a good game because it's two winning programs that have been very successful over the last two years. No, I'm on, board. I'm on board. This is a good game. And I think Pitt's probably going to win this game. Maybe Pitt is know. a little slept on though. At Notre Dame's tough. No, well, Pitt plays good against good teams. They're capable of beating any good team, but they also could lose to, uh, you know, uh, that's the Villanova. That's, or Western Michigan. That's the Narduzzi yeah. factor. No, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, this is probably both of their uh, most played rivals. Uh, let me, I'm, I'm going to pull that up. Um, both teams have won national championships since uh, what? 1980. So you got that on, 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 since, on your since, side since I was born. There you go. So you got that. You got that Pitt. I, you know, Pitt just bothers me because they moved Pitt to the is NFL Notre stadium. Dame's fourth most played rival. They, they, this, I mean, Notre Dame loves to play, you know, to their credit, like either polar opposites like USC and Miami, or they like to play like, you know, uh, salt of the earth, Boston Pitt, college, Pittsburgh. Notre you know. Dame is not salt of the earth. Notre Dame is high and mighty private yeah. school. I think there was a time though that Notre Dame was salt to the earth. True, well, this, but that time is a long time ago. Well, Pitt, a, I would love Pitt. You're against people coming up in the world, right? I would I'm love Pitt. You damn socialist. <laughs> <laughs> I would love Pitt, but uh, you know, I'm still mad that they 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 moved their historic awesome campus stadium to that filthy filthy bullshit NFL stadium, all right? Just bothers me. Yeah, no, it's, Can't, it's hard to. I, I get it. GBO Farms. I, I don't hate Pitt because I like the style of football they play. With the exception, you know what? You know what pissed me off? The fake slide, though. Kenny uh, Pickett in the fake slide. You know, all of Pittsburgh cringed at yeah, that one. I, I feel like I feel That's like true. I, that was an awful, awful play. But you know what? The, go, go ahead, Colby. Finish as a thought. society, I don't think we've we've gotten over that. Uh, as uh, like that's one of the worst things that's ever happened in America, in my opinion. <laughs> we <laughs> haven't. Yeah. We All haven't right. processed that yeah, one. Yeah, that, that's that's just really this really game though is at yeah. Notre Dame Stadium, and so it's going to be a fantastic environment, and you're going to have the Pitt Panthers. It's uniform porn. Let's enjoy it. It's a great play, and, and uh, much better than at Pitt at that NFL stadium. So true, it's very all, it's true. On campus. Very Perfect. true. Very true. All right, finally, so someone with real cojones is on the clock. <laughs> Uh, look, and um, I would take you like there's a ECU plays a big game. Shout out to to Nathan. Let's go. Uh, ECU plays a big game, but it's at a filthy, filthy, uh, filthy stadium, so I cannot play that one uh, right now. But I will take you to. Mm, this is tough a little bit. This is tough a little bit. I'm gonna take you to. Oh, you know I'm a Big Twelve guy. <laughs> Actually, no, no, I'll take you. Let, GBO Farms been catching strays, and I don't like it. I like GBO <laughs> Farms. All right, I like GBO Farms. All right, and damn it, I'm gonna stand up for him. Oh God, taking you to Lexington. This guy gave uh, more um, glee um, in uh, Tennessee's losses over the past look, five years. Kentucky, Kentucky, uh, they thought they had a top five pick. And Will Levis, he goes in the second round. He's drinking fucking coffee with mayonnaise. The whole world's fucked ever since the Kenny Pickett slide, right? <laughs> so they go out 
and they get an NC State quarterback. <laughs> you know he can't <laughs> win big games. All right, so Tennessee heads into Lexington. Who, by the way, they're hosting a college baseball regional. When in you know you're supposed to be able to have three hotels, so they kind of pulled a fast one. Uh, they got they got uh, what all the students for West Virginia and these other schools at at, at dorms at fucking dorm rooms. <laughs> Some bullshit. I love it. I Where hope is what, that in, in, Lexington. in Lexington? Yeah, uh, but they don't have three hotels in Lexington. I find that hard to believe. Well, I mean, three real hotels. I mean, come on. You, what are you gonna? They're gonna stay at the Jolly Roger. That is part yeah. of the Bourbon Trail. That is. I mean, <laughs> Bourbon is is trendy these days. Well, not when Tennessee comes to town. They're gonna need that fucking bourbon because Tennessee and Joe Milton are gonna take a doo-doo pie all over that Kentucky defense. I like this. I like this rivalry, even though it's not much of a rivalry. And I know GBR Farm, GBL Farms will tell me that there's not much of a rivalry because Tennessee owns this rivalry. Even in Tennessee's down years, they have fucked up Kentucky. But I like this battle. I like the color contrast. Right? You got the blue. You got you got the the, the peach the peach or whatever they say right yeah, the, peach. the burnt the orange peach. right I think some Tennessee fans <laughs> are going to be mighty, mighty upset with you calling them pussies. <laughs> but anyway, they're doing battle. They're doing battle, and I like it because they both produce whiskey. And uh, look, I, I think it's an underrated new little rivalry. When Stoops has came up, Tennessee owns it, but it, it's little brother factor here. Their their states are right. Border battle. Patty Isn't this it. the one where uh, Tennessee beat Kentucky? I mean, they were season-ending rivals, I believe, up until recently, right? Uh, and then recently, uh, Tennessee has accepted Vanderbilt as their true rival or something. Um, but for the longest time, this game was played on Thanksgiving weekend. Tennessee had won 31 in a row, um, but Kentucky has won what two out of the last six. It's not great. Oh, but. It's another straight for and GBF farm says he's actually in Lexington right now for work. $350 for, for a holiday. And he says, whoo. All right. They leave the light on for you. Right? Jeez. No, that's Tom Bodette. That, that's no, Motel no, six. That's Motel six. Yeah. What the fuck are we talking about? Tom Bodette's been on the bourbon trail. I have a uh, <laughs> minus one minus three three fifty that he's been on the bourbon trail. All right. You guys you guys want to back me up there? Um, I, Wait, what side are you taking? I would take I would take the uh the, the hard over that Tom Bodette's <laughs> been on the bourbon trail. Yeah, I haven't seen Mr. Bodette on a commercial in a while. I hope he's still alive because he, he was up there <laughs> in age a long time ago. But all right, so this actually makes for the second sec game in the top 10. I had it just outside the top 10, but I like it. It's a good game. The The Vols do dominate this series, but it has been a lot closer of late, especially in Lexington. So it's a good game. Yeah. GBF arms cracking. You have you motherfucker. Your team is purple. Your mascot should be Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> hey, Ted Danson tried that one. All right. Uh, yeah. All right. Look, I, I just Cheers. think it's a fun matchup. I think it, look, 10 years ago it was a snooze. Oh uh, no. Yeah. 10 or 15 years ago. This was a snooze fest when I was coming up. Yeah. This was a snooze fest. It's become more intriguing. Let's forget about last year, 44 to six, Tennessee prior to that, Tennessee, two wins by four points or less and a 27 point loss. You might say if you take out last year, Kentucky's been the better team over wow. the past three wow. or four years. We're, look, GBO farms. He he tipped us ten bucks last time. Now he's going to charge us. He's going to charge us a hundred dollars for this one. Uh, I have no idea where that money went to, but <laughs> it's a thought that counts. It's out there. It's in the universe. It's good. It's good energy. Uh, all right. Uh, 
Get the ball. Wait, that's not my sound job. Where's my, where's my, where the hell is my sound job? Anyway, um, Sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. Uh, fire me up. I can't. F I can't find this. Why do I always lose this NFL draft thing? There we go. Try to see where you're taking us. Uh, I'm taking you to what won't be a lit environment necessarily, but it will be a pivotal game potentially. We're talking about Florida State at Wake Forest with them doing away with uh, the divisions. Wake Forest all of a sudden a player to make the ACC championship, even though they made it a couple times, much more of a player. And guess what? They've beaten Florida State the last two times, last three, three times time. they played. <laughs> so uh, they got and a lot of college football media has Florida State play for the national championship. <laughs> Are we going to see the Demon Deacons get it done against the Seminoles yet again and maybe punch their ticket to the ACC championship? And what Charlotte again this year? They've had a tough time in Winston Salem ever since what 2015. So uh, like even their two wins, their two and two in Winston Salem were by one score. Uh, Got to go all the way back to 2013 when they won 59 to mm. three. Um, Been a long time. Long time. It, you know this Wake program. Solid decades. Isn't since they that the crime of this all though? With all this realignment talk, it's like Rutgers somehow finds itself. In the Big Ten, Missouri somehow finds itself in the SEC. Yeah, Wake has been really good over like Wake the past Forest decade. Wake Forest is going to find itself in the CAA. That's what I'm saying. They're going to be playing <laughs> Richmond. All right, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. This re realignment shit doesn't make any sense. Um, it's like UCLA has gotten some royal ass whoopings over the past 15 years, and they benefit off of this. Right, LA, doesn't make man, any LA. sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, what do you make of this game, Nick? You're a, you're a Carolina guy. You're going to go to this one. I like the game, but Patty C fucked up. There's a better ACC game. There's a, a better ACC mm -mm. Uh, Atlantic previous game. That is better because <laughs> it's been well, well, a lot about closer, but it's a, at least it's in a better home environment. So sure. I'll get to that. Sure. But uh, we're talking about two teams that have been to the ACC championship as opposed to one in, in the game you're referencing. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. But uh, no, I mean, this, this game deserves to be played probably top 10 or just outside of it this week because Florida state people are thinking highly of them and wake force has been a damn good football team of late under Clawson. So it's a, it's an important game and uh, you know, Florida state owns the series 30 to nine, but wake forest has won the last three. So I like it. Just, you just, it should be played at least after the game. I'm, I'm one about lower. At least. I was thinking about this. Like they lose Hartman and go to Griffiths. I think they're going to be fine. I think they're going to be fine. I think they're still going to be contenders for the ACC championship. That's I was watching a little yeah. spring ball wake force today and I, I Griffiths looked pretty good. I caught it too. I caught it. Griffiths too. is a, uh, a at, Northern at Virginia at guy. Ashburn, Virginia. Hello. At Ashburn, Virginia. Burn. So got a root for wake force. There you go. The burn is alive. Uh, all right. NC Nick, where are you taking us in the ACC now? Chestnut Hill. No Raleigh. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> right down the road from me. Clemson at NC state. Look, the last six matchups in Raleigh, NC State has won two, and another game was a one-score game. So they've damn near split with Clemson in Raleigh over the last six games. You know my Clemson, problem is they're oh, cowards. Hey, what's your problem? They're cowards. You're just a hater. Because I will never you forget. No, I will never forget the game where they're in Clemson. Clemson ends up winning the national championship this year. 
They're in Clemson and their kicker misses three times to win the oh, fucking game. Nothing is more NC state. That Nothing sums is, up. What does well, he say? And, and Rudy, that sums up ECU. your whole history. That's what <laughs> happened to ECU year. when NC True. state won the, in no, their last year, but that wasn't against so, the number so, one so team in the land. By Kobe's logic, ECU no. is cowards. No, they're they're no, fucking cowards. No. That's my connection, Patty C. This this is what I mean: is they were playing the number one team in the in the land. All right, ask the and Miami you, and you ask the Miami Hurricanes what happened when they came to, when they came to Greenville when they were number one. Well, it, uh, oh, you know, it's it's worse against the number one team in the land than it is against your arch rival. Yeah, oh, you guys, yeah, you guys the shit the bed. You right. guys were cowards against your arch rival. <laughs> ECU is fucking cowards. Don't ever play that. We believe music around me oh, again. You sandbag and, and son of a bitch, and, right? And NC State may be ECU's arch rival, but ECU ain't NC State's arch rival. Oh, really? Huh? ECU. Who's the one that suspended the fucking rivalry? <laughs> what? You would, trust me. Oh, because your fans tore down your goalposts. We won't play them grad, again. Can we? Any NC State grad <laughs> wants to beat UNC. See much more so than oh, ECU. Oh, get out of here! Can we talk? Can we spit some facts about these games? Let's go. Oh, I like talking shit to you. All right. <laughs> and look, the fact is, NC State's only won one of these games ever since 2012. <laughs> How about that? Well, they've won two of the last six in Raleigh. How's that possible? No, okay, does that go past 2012 then? Okay. Possibly. Let me say this. Okay. NC State coming off a bye hosting Clemson. Clemson coming off the second end of a back to back road after going to Miami the week before. Is this a good spot for NC State to catch Clemson? Has NC State ever won a big game? Didn't they beat Clemson just two years ago? Didn't they keep Clemson yes. out of the playoff two years ago? Yes. Did they? They kept uh, out of the playoffs. Though? I don't know about one. that, but they, they yeah. beat. <laughs> what did Clemson do two years ago? I feel like that was a pretty pivotal I game. No, that was the year Wake won the ACC, or Wake played in the ACC championship. That was twenty-one. That was the year that Clemson's offense was terrible. With your boy Tony Elliott somehow got a job after that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> finagled away to uh, get himself P five job. Clint, no, maybe maybe Clemson could have gotten in. They did lose three regular season games. One was to Georgia, though national champion Georgia by seven points, and then the double overtime loss at NC State. They did lose at Pittsburgh. Shout out to Nick for pointing out Pittsburgh being a good team. Either way, uh, you're just finding a way to fit your fucking narrative. All right, look, here's the deal. Look, uh, okay, this game is exciting because look, as much as I give NC State a hard time. You know they are losers to the tenth degree, but they will pack that stadium. And yeah, call uh, me. Which game's better, this one or or Florida State Wake? I think I think it's this one because yeah. because of the the home environment. Yeah. Wake needs to. What's going on? Why why can't I saw them invest more in their athletics? But like, what's what what are the it's fans a tiny do? private college? Still, you're what do you got better to do in Winston Salem? What's going? Well, the people from Winston Salem don't. Have any connection to that university? There's a top. There's a. They're in the Power Five. Go support. Yeah, but a lot of people that go to that university are from outside the area, so Mm. it almost feels like a a have and have nots type thing. Mm, I got you. Well, they should have Dave Clawson be their coach because (laughs) they should get behind that because that guy's a winner. Anyway, it's going to go to me. I'm sick of these ACC games. I sit here and argue the. ACC. It's disgusting. All right. Uh, there's been three, eight. This is how you know it's a bad week. There's been three ACC <laughs> games in the top eight. All right. You're still counting Pitt Notre Dame as an, as, as an ACC game. That no, is well, like a, a half a game, two and a well, half games. We had a pandemic and the ACC's like, Hey, Notre Dame, here you go. Here's your conference. <laughs> Don't get caught out all alone. 
right? They're the ACC is such little bitches to 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 Notre Dame. I I can't respect them. I can't respect the ACC. Anyone who makes a smart business decision that Colby doesn't like is a complete. How is it a smart business decision? Because they make a shit ton of money every time they play Notre Dame, but they don't get the money when Notre Dame makes the playoffs every year. It's a terrible business decision. Every year, (laughs) pretty much. You know, Notre Dame gets that treatment. I don't know if they've scored in the playoffs, but they've been there a few times, right? Uh, (laughs) Let's jump on over. I'm taking you. You know what? Fuck it. Let's have an ACC party. Duke, Louisville. There we go. Papa John's. This game is actually better because Jeff Brown's got the fans believing. This is better than the weight game because they avoid what they avoid playing Clemson. I think they avoid playing North Carolina. Like they have a, 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 just a great schedule, even though it's 11 power fives. Louisville's got a great schedule. They're going to be contenders in the ACC this year. No one's seeing it coming, but watch out for Jeff Brown because Duke was 16 points away from being undefeated. That's right. All right. And Duke at Louisville is a solid game. And I think it's an important game on the future. Look, everyone's talking Clemson and, and Florida state. Nope. I think Duke Louisville has got just as much implications on the ACC championship as, as Clemson, Florida state. I love the game. And I do think it's better than Florida state at wake Patty C. I'm sorry to shit on your game again, <laughs> uh, but I, I do think uh, Clemson NC state's a, a, a notch higher, but I do love Duke Louisville. A lot of good ACC games this week. I love it. Yeah. I mean, well, here's the good thing. If this was at Duke, I probably wouldn't play it because it'd be a, a shitty crowd. But Fair I enough. actually believe Brahm has ignited the city of Louisville. I think they're yeah. gonna get behind him. I think they're super excited. One of their own, and uh, not only him, his brother played at Louisville, and his dad went to Louisville. So this is deep. All right. I mean, this I guess in deep. Patty C's defense, these teams have only played four times ever. So it's not like <laughs> this is like, you know, uh, you know, a, a great rivalry is vastly overplayed right now. It is <laughs> way too high. How many wins did Duke have last year, Nick? 10, nine, nine or 10, nine. So you have and what? Louisville have what? Eight, eight or nine. So you have 17 wins between the two last year. I, I admit. Yes. Last well, I year, think Florida state wake might have more than that though. I think Wake won eight and Florida State won ten, right? So maybe one more. Yeah, sounds yeah. right. Look, I'm not talking about last year. I'm talking about the the history of this program's beyond the last 365 days. Look, these teams sucked not that long ago, and we're not expecting them to make major leaps. About although I will say, Elko and Brom are both very good. And Louisville's coaches. won a Heisman Trophy recently. You know, it, it it is a sleeper. I'm not going to give you too much of a hard time, just because. I Johnny do see Unitas. better games <laughs> on the slate. I think Ernest Givens and games. I, I'm surprised you didn't uh, take, but um, I yeah, think- no, I, I honestly think I have another one that'd be better, but I, I was in the ACC mood. You guys brought me into this <laughs> shitty conference. It, it, it's rare. It's rare. Just yeah. let him go. Patty. Yeah. I yeah. was in the ACC mood. All right. Uh, no, so it could be. A, this could be for a, 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 a trip to the um, ACC championship. A hundred percent. Everyone's just crowning. And what's fun is that all three of these games, they all three could be for a trip to the ACC championship. You can say that about all three of these games. We just played. There you go. Wide open. It's wide open. Uh, Look folks, uh, before we get to the next, the next part of this, uh, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by the NBA finals and Stanley cup final contest. Yes. We've got two more free contests for the Stanley cup and NBA finals. You can enter exclusively on the SGPN app, uh, series props, games, props. Oh, we got it all hundred dollar gift card up for grabs. 
for each contest. Download the SGPN app and enter today. It's free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. And remember, as always, to let it ride. All right, we are back, and uh, Patty C's on the clock. Mm, mm, mm. I'm sitting here arguing your guys' uh, points, and I got a couple that I've been looking at, but I gotta, I gotta choose one. We are going to Big Twelve country. That's without a doubt. Now, which one in particular we choose? There's we'll a go- lot of fun. There's a lot of fun out mm. there. God, I'm going to Lawrence. I'm stealing your thunder. Yeah, that game's great. I'm I'm going to Lawrence and Oklahoma. Going to Lawrence, Kansas. The game has been good over the past few years, and now Kansas seems like not the better program, but the team that might be in the better place coming know, into the year. You know, Kansas has the second most returning production in the nation. In the nation, mm. who's the top? I'm trying to remember who number one I, was. I bet you Duke's top ten. It might be. They might be number one. Leipold yeah. is a builder. It was like yeah, I saw in a headline. We're not doing this for the short term. This was meant to be for the long term. They're just a little ahead of ahead of schedule. People don't realize how good they were when Daniels played. They were, I think, f- six and one when Daniels started, and, and that one loss happened when in a game he got knocked out of. Then he played the bowl game. And he threw. They lost that game in overtime, but he threw for 566 yards or something like that against Arkansas. If, if I'm gonna play devil's advocate, though, I'm gonna tell you that the Sooners have won 18 straight, and <laughs> all of them, ha- all of them have been by double digits. Well, last year they didn't have Daniels. Actually, I agree with where this is played. I this is my second favorite Big 12 game of the week. So Patty C and I are lockstep on our Big 12 games. I just have to point out that this, this has been. Do they really not get it done? Lopsided. You're thinking of Texas. I'm right? thinking of Iowa State on Oklahoma. Uh, but yeah. I thought no, Ken- but, but I think Kansas this is- got close. The one year they opened up the uh the stadium and let everyone in at halftime and they almost got it done. But who is it? Uh the quarterback that's the USC's guy. Yeah, it was Caleb no, it was, uh, Williams. I thought pulled, it was Oh yeah, you're right. It was Williams. That fucking- oh, that was that bullshit play where he fumbled it. Yeah. He, yeah. So oh, I, man. I think they won by ten that year. So technically yeah. a double digit win. That was yeah. on fourth last, down though. That was on years, oh. last two years has been a lot closer. So actually I do like to play this game, but that's a stat that was just too juicy. Not to say too juicy. Not to say Kansas coming off a bye. Oklahoma coming off a, uh, a home game against UCF. Um, maybe Kansas in a, in a better place for this game. Perhaps, perhaps hang on folks. <laughs> 